Welcome to Psych Talk. I am your host, Jessica Lee, a licensed clinical psychologist and self-growth coach for women in helping professions. It is my mission to motivate, inspire, and educate you on everything psychology and self-growth. Whether you are a mental health professional or student in the social science field, are interested in psychology and mindset shifts, or are just interested in gaining skills and knowledge to grow into the best version of yourself, this podcast is for you. My hope is to provide you with knowledge and skills that you can implement in your daily life that add up to make a big impact. So let's dive into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to Psych Talk. I hope everyone is staying safe and healthy during this time of year, uh, particularly because the coronavirus has spiked in many areas around the world, uh, which is likely impacting your daily life and upcoming holiday plans. So today I wanted to talk about that, the holidays. For those of us who celebrate Christmas, we are gearing up for that next week. Uh, Hanukkah is already underway. There's also Kwanzaa, the Winter Solstice, St. Nicholas Day, and of course, New Year's Eve. So regardless of what you celebrate or if you celebrate, typically this time of year is thought of as being a positive one, full of laughter, celebration, holiday cheer. Coronavirus aside, though, um, the fact of the matter is that the holidays are not enjoyable for everyone. So for some people, it may bring back bad memories from childhood. Um, The holidays may remind them of the loss of a loved one. It may be their first holiday season without someone special to them. For others, the holidays may simply be stressful and overwhelming, so trying to prepare dinner, buying presents, figuring out how to celebrate when finances are tight, uh, being forced to see family that doesn't accept you for who you are, or those pesky political conversations over dinner that are probably still going to happen if you live in the U.S. uh, that always end up in arguments. So um, yeah, a lot of reasons why the holidays may not be this joyous occasion. Um, And for others, the overall holiday season may be positive, but there are moments of high stress and overwhelm. So no matter what you are feeling this holiday season or previous holiday seasons, if you are feeling stressed and overwhelmed, I want you to know that you are not alone and it is very typical to feel this way. So what do I actually want to talk about in this episode? Broadly speaking, how to take care of yourself during the holidays with a particular emphasis on taking care of your mental health during the holidays. I mean, this podcast is Psych Talk. So my hope is that if you are listening and you are already feeling the holiday stress by the end of this episode, first of all, you realize that you are not alone in your feelings, that a lot of us uh, feel stressed, overwhelmed, anxious, sad, whatever it is you're feeling, and that by the end of this episode that you are provided with some helpful tips or at minimum reassurance that the things that you are already doing to protect your mental health are exactly what you need to be doing. So first, I just want to talk about the holidays and mental health in general. If you have been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I always like to throw in research before providing practical tips. So thank you for staying with me during my nerdy times of citing research. Um, So like I already said, the holidays are a great time of celebration for many, but they are also one of the most stressful times of the year. 
Research suggests that about 1 in 10 people, so 11%, and about 1 in 3 people, or 31% of those who have mental health struggles, um, struggle to cope during the holiday season. The same study found that among people with mental health problems, 36% have self-harmed to cope with the pressure of Christmas, while 45% have considered suicide. Over one quarter of people, so about 28%, feel the pressure to have a perfect Christmas, and that increases to almost half, so about 48% of individuals who have mental health problems feel the pressure to have a perfect Christmas. Additionally, despite it being time for celebration and typically being around others, one study in the UK found that about one in six individuals, so that's about 17% of people, feel lonelier during Christmas or the Christmas season than any other time of year, with 16% of people reporting that they feel alone in a crowd. So even when they have people around them, people feel lonely. Um, We also see an increase in sleep disturbances, anxiety, and panic attacks during this time of the year. Um, A high number of people, about 69%, report a lack of time, and 69% of people also report a lack of money during this time, which in turn increases their stress. Uh, 51% of people report a pressure to give or get gifts for others, and about half of people are so stressed that they report they would love to skip the holidays altogether. Further, one study found that 41% of people go into debt during the holidays. So we know from other research in general that financial stress is tied to increased mental health concerns. Um, When you're in financial tight financial situations you're more likely to be stressed overwhelmed we see higher suicide rates um, especially like after people lose their job for example so what I'm about to say isn't based in research because it hasn't happened yet or been studied but I imagine that the financial burden of the holidays this year may be even greater due to the financial impact of COVID that we've been seeing throughout this entire year pretty much at this point and so many people are already struggling financially I've talked on this podcast before about stress and you don't need a degree in the mental health field to know how stress can impact you, but this obvious increase in stress during the holiday season can manifest in so many different ways, such as sleep disturbances, which I already mentioned, headaches, exhaustion, difficulty concentrating, appetite problems, a decline in productivity, short temperature not temperatures, short tempers, sorry, and overall negativity. We also need to consider the fact that we, when we are celebrating the holidays, we are tending to eat more food than typical, we're eating more sugar, we're drinking more alcohol, and it is completely normal to overindulge on the holidays, and I cannot emphasize enough that it is okay to do so. You should not feel guilty for overindulging on the holidays or during the holiday season. But a lot of time this overindulgence does leave people feeling guilty or make them feel like they need to go on a diet come the new year, which I could make a whole episode about um, on why it's not a good idea to do that. And I know I made a whole episode on the psychology of diet culture. I didn't specifically touch on New Year's 
diets. But like I said, that's a whole different episode. Um, the holidays can also be extremely harmful and stressful for those with um, eating disorders or disordered eating. Further, we know that too much alcohol <laughs> can cause increased stress. It can cause arguments. It can be difficult for those who are in sobriety and are around family that is drinking. Um, obviously, there's physical consequences to using substances and drinking, um, increased risk of drunk driving. So there's so many things that can impact our overall mental health and stress. In non-COVID times, we are also ex- overexerting ourselves socially, um, which can make us tired and stressed. Especially if we feel the pressure to be quote unquote on all the time, or if we feel the pressure to say yes to all the social gatherings. Um, And during this time, our routine is also disrupted, which can throw so many things off. I know I've talked on here before about how routine can help lessen anxiety. Thus, having our schedule thrown off can increase anxiety, which in turn increases stress. It can throw us off. It can make us forget things. And just make us feel overwhelmed. So I know I just listed a ton of stuff. Um, I'm sure if you're listening along, you could relate to some, if not all of that. But I did want to share some of the research uh, before diving into how we can protect our mental health during the holidays. Um, One, to show that the holiday season does negatively impact our mental health. But two, remind you that if you are experiencing any of these things, that you are not alone in such. So how do we protect our mental health during the holidays? The first thing I'm going to talk about is boundary setting. I know I made a whole episode on boundaries uh, earlier this year, and this is a huge area that covers so many different things related to the holiday season. So like boundaries with family, boundaries with gifts, boundaries with uh, parties, um, It's especially important this year to set your boundaries with COVID. So I'm going to break it down and talk about different areas to set boundaries. So with regard to COVID, if you are one that knows you do not feel comfortable being with people who are not living in your house for the holidays, set that boundary. It's okay. Um, You have to do what you feel is best for you and your family. And if you do not feel comfortable being around people outside of your household, set that boundary. Other boundaries surrounding COVID may be only attending small gatherings outside. Only attending small gatherings where masks are required. Ensuring that everyone has hand sanitizers. Um, Not having a buffet-style meal where everyone is touching the same utensils. Whatever it may be, Think of your comfort with COVID around this holiday season and set appropriate boundaries around such. I'm also going to throw in there that on the opposite end, it's important that you're respecting other people's boundaries around COVID. I know we have been in this pandemic for since March, basically. I know some cases came earlier in the year, but since March, so, you know, nine months, if I did the math correctly, 10 months pretty much at this point, and you can be tired of it. You can be overwhelmed. You might think, okay, I'm not going to let this ruin my holiday season. And that's on you, you know, make your own decisions. But if somebody that you invite over to your house for Christmas dinner, for example, says, I do not feel comfortable, respect their boundary as well. Um, we all have to do what is best for ourselves. 
So boundaries with family is the next area that I'm going to touch about or talk about um, and touch on. So this can be difficult. Boundaries setting with family is always difficult. However, it is necessary to protect your mental health. So boundaries with family can look like a lot of things. Not spending time with family at all. Limiting the amount of time you spend with family. Uh, setting boundaries about the conversations and comments you will tolerate. Boundaries around gift giving and so much more. I'm sure as you're listening, you can think of different boundaries um, that you feel like you need to set with family. But remember, even though they are your family, you are not under obligation to spend time with them if you know it will be more detrimental to your mental health. And even if you aren't in that camp of people that being around your family is toxic or detrimental to your mental health, it still is important to set boundaries with your family to protect your stress and mental health as much as possible. So even if you love your family and you love spending time with them, maybe it's, you know, I'm just feeling stressed and overwhelmed um, this year, COVID's impacting it, a lot of other things. We're going to do dinner, but we're only going to come over for a couple hours rather than spending the whole day. So whatever those boundaries need to be, set them. And be sure you're communicating those boundaries effectively with the family as soon as you decide on them so that there's not more stress or upset. Like if you suddenly, the day of your get-together, you're like, oh, by the way, I'm only coming over for dinner and leaving right after. If you know you're only going to do that two weeks before, let people know ahead of time. Now I'm going to talk about boundaries with gifts. So um, if you are like me, you feel the need to return the favor of gift giving to anyone who gives you a gift. Um, And this is why it's important to set those boundaries early on about who you are giving gifts to. It is okay not to return the favor if money is tight or you simply don't want to. A simple thank you note or even something like home-baked cookies is a nice reciprocal gesture. So just because somebody gives you a gift does not mean you have to give them a gift back. Remember that I shared earlier that 41% of individuals go into debt during the holiday season, which increases stress. So if money is tight, it is not your obligation to spend hundreds or thousands of dollars on presents. And even if money isn't tight, it's not your obligation to do that. Um, Prior to the holiday season, it is important to set your budget, make a list of who you are giving gifts to and sticking to it. Um, for coworkers or neighbors, you may want to do a small gesture without breaking the bank or, you know, without stressing over, oh, I need to find them this perfect gift. So giving a card or candy or cookies conveys to them that you care and are thinking about them, but it also reduces the stress of like going out and buying a gift or feeling like you have to find something that is perfect for them. So set those boundaries with gifts. Um, boundaries with parties. So this may be different this year due to the pandemic, but generally speaking, the holidays are full of parties, which can be overwhelming. So this is your permission to say no to parties that you don't want to go to, or you may feel is too much for you. So between work parties, neighborhood parties, parties with friends, parties with families, it can become a lot and overwhelming. So think about the parties you actually want to attend and only attend those. We often feel obligated to attend every party we are invited to, 
But attending parties that we are not interested in, parties that we have to find a babysitter for and that might be stressful, or parties we just know are going to stress us out does nothing positive for our mental health. It is also likely that we're not going to enjoy it as much if we're going in with the mindset that we are going to be miserable attending this party. So pick the parties you want to attend and do not let guilt get to you about declining others. Remember, you have to protect your mental health and stress levels during this time, as always, but especially during this time, and do what is best for you. There will be future parties, there will be future holidays, so really think about like which parties, which gatherings are going to make you feel happy, joyous, which you're going to enjoy and get a good time out of. And if you're invited to a party that's not going to do that, just politely decline. So moving on from boundary setting, next thing I want to talk about is doing the things you really want to do. This kind of ties into boundary setting, but if you think about it, so much of the holidays are based on other people's expectations or doing things that we feel we are obligated to do. So this holiday season, I encourage you to take time and think about what you truly want to do, whether it is sitting down and writing out your perfect holiday and what that would look like, and then doing things that align with that, or whether it's in the moment when you get invited to yet another party, get asked to make a side dish, or whatever it may be, ask yourself, am I doing this for me or am I doing this because others expect me to do it? Now, there may be things that are really expectations that you feel like you can't get um, get out of. So, for example, like if my 93-year-old grandmother asked me to do something, I am going to do it, regardless of if I want to do it or not. Um, but make sure that you are taking time to do things that bring you joy, things that relax you, and that are on your time and schedule. By making yourself a priority, by doing the things you enjoy... It will lower your overall stress, increase feelings of happiness, and just make you enjoy the overall season more. I also want to emphasize that these don't have to be holiday-specific things. It could be as simple as sticking to your exercise routine throughout the holidays, ensuring you get enough sleep, etc. So I'm not saying like, oh, write a list and you know make sure you watch X Christmas movies, which is great if that's something you really enjoy or baking cookies these can be things that you want to prioritize during the season and that might be prioritizing your day-to-day routine the next area I'm going to talk about is organization so I know this episode is launching 11 days before Christmas um and Hanukkah um by the time this launches is probably already over actually um it's going on right now as I'm recording it. So regardless, it may be organization may be a little late for this holiday season. Um, but organizing is so important when it comes to the holidays. So I hope these tips will be helpful for next year. Um, or new year's Eve, for example. So I already mentioned boundary setting, um, and writing a list of people you want to buy gifts for and sticking to it. However, organization also comes in other forms. So budgeting to reduce stress, making a to-do list of the things you need to get done before the holidays, deciding when you're going to decorate and who is going to do what, so delegating tasks, scheduling and planning family time and parties ahead of time as much as you can, finding the recipes you plan to make 
well in advance. And then if you can buy the ingredients, if you know, they're ones that sit on the shelf, buy them in advance to reduce like rushing last minute or not being able to find that certain type of cocoa powder or molasses or whatever it, whatever you need. Um, setting a place in your house for wrapping gifts and assuring that ahead of time you have wrapping paper, tape, bows, tags, etc. So organizing those types of things um, before you even maybe purchase your gifts so you know that when you go to wrap them, you have everything. Side note, I always buy wrapping paper and all of those things um, right after Christmas for the next year. Um, it's on sale and that way I'm ensuring I have it in advance. So that's just a little side tip. As much as you can start organizing for the holidays ahead of time, um, I usually start around Thanksgiving for those listeners in the U.S., it will help reduce your stress level. It also helps with finding presents and making sure they come on time due to delayed shipping time. So I know Black Friday is huge in the United States, um, but even if you start noticing, I mean, if you really, really want to be organized, like buying presents throughout the year, um, but you know, if in October you see something on sale and you're like, oh, my mother would love that or my partner would love that, buy it. <laughs> So that's one thing off your to-do list. And then you aren't stressing like that presents aren't going to be on time. You can't find that specific toy that your child wanted. Um, you're not staying up until 2 a.m. on Christmas morning wrapping presents because they all arrived on Christmas Eve. Um, as much, so as much as you can organize ahead of time, it will help reduce your stress. The next area I'm going to talk about is adjusting your expectations. So I talk about adjusting expectations a lot with my clients, and although I haven't done a full episode on this podcast about such, I'm sure I've mentioned it throughout different episodes. So we all have high expectations for the holidays. We have expectations that things will go perfectly, things will go exactly as planned. But I want you to think back on every holiday you have ever celebrated and reflect on if that has actually happened. Has the holiday gone just as planned? It's likely not. And therefore, it's important to set realistic expectations about how your holidays are going to go. Recognize that there are going to be bumps in the road, that things don't go as planned, and that is okay. The more you can take on a mindset of going with the flow or being open to whatever experiences come to you, the less stressed you will be. You know, people will be late, the pie will be burnt, <laughs> your kids will be crying, but at the end of the day, Although the holidays are a very, very special time for so many, it is just another day. And so putting all this pressure to have the perfect holiday is just going to stress you out more. Your kids aren't going to remember that dinner was served 30 minutes after you were going to say that you said it was going to be served. They're going to remember like opening the presents or spending time with you. You know, your grandma's not going to remember that the pie crust was burnt, but she's going to remember that you made the trip to come visit her. So like take the pressure off on yourself, adjust your expectation. It's great to like have an idea of what you would like it to be like, but pressuring yourself to make it perfect is not going to help your mental health. Engage in self-care. Yes. I mean, bath, bubble baths and, you know, nicely scented candles, 
But what I really mean is with our routine so thrown off, it is important to go back to the basics. So during this time, make sure you are getting sleep. Make sure you are showering. Make sure you're brushing your teeth. You're moving your body. You're eating regularly. You're taking your medication. All those day-to-day things that you should be doing, make sure you're doing them. The more that you can ensure you are doing the basics, the better you will feel. If you neglect the basics, you are already starting at a higher stress level, which will make any mishap, any curveball, or any additional stressor appear even more overwhelming. So be intentional about engaging in the day-to-day self-care. This will also help keep some structure to your routine and day when so much is thrown off by the holiday season. Honor your feelings. In episode three of Psych Talk, I discuss mindful awareness. So this is a component of self-compassion that encourages us to acknowledge our feelings for what they are without suppressing or denying them, as well as not over-associating with them. Further, we're supposed to acknowledge them um, in a way that is without judgment. So go back to that episode if you have not listened to it. But I bring that up because it is important to recognize your feelings and honor them. If you feel like you are getting stressed or anxious, take a break. Do something that will help you cope with the stress or anxiety in the moment. Set boundaries, I already talked about that extensively, to reduce your stress. Communicate to others that you are overwhelmed and need to take a break. This also goes along with grief. Grief can come up a lot during the holidays. So grief of not being with loved ones during the holiday season. Grief over the death of a loved one. Grief over things changing and not being the same. Recognize and honor that grief. If this is your first holiday without a loved one, maybe they have passed away, do something to honor them that will make you feel good. Um, If you can't be with family and do the traditions you are used to, start your own traditions. Write letters uh, to people that you cannot physically celebrate with, either because they have passed or because of COVID or just distance, work, whatever. And you can send them or don't. Um, It's really up to you. Allow yourself to cry. There's no right or wrong way to grieve, but recognize and honor that grief and don't judge yourself feeling that way. The next thing to protect your mental health is reaching out if you need it. I shared at the beginning of this episode that about 17% of individuals report feeling lonely during the holidays. Um, with 16% of people reporting they feel lonely um, even when they're around other people. So if you're one of those people that feel lonely, reach out. Um, If you're feeling stressed or anxious, reach out. This can be to a trusted family member or friend. It could be to a suicide or crisis hotline or even a mental health professional. Take care and protect your mental health. Next thing to protect your mental health, take a break. This goes back to honoring your feelings, but it is important to slow down and take a break through all the chaos and the hustle and bustle of the season. This is something I frequently do when I spend the holidays with my family. So don't get me wrong. I absolutely love my family. Um, We, but when we get together on my dad's side, um, there is usually over 30 of us, uh, in one house together. My dad's one of seven. So that's a lot of people. It's a lot of socialization. It's a lot of type A personalities. And I can say that because I am one of those type A personalities. So when I was in high school, I would often like sneak to the room I was staying in at my grandmother's house and take a quick nap or just lay down for a little bit to get away from the crowd when I was feeling stress. Um, now my husband and I will take our dog for a walk and get outside and get moving just to take a little breather. So there's plenty of ways to take a break. And this can be like 
on the actual holiday that you're celebrating or just like during the season, recognizing when you're um, getting stressed and overwhelmed and taking a break. So this could be like spending 15 minutes laying down, um, going outside, taking a walk, doing some deep breathing, listening to some of your favorite songs, reading a book, whatever you need to do to take a break um, is going to positively impact your mental health. And it is much needed. We don't slow down enough during the holiday season. Um, And then the last thing I'm going to talk about with protecting your mental health during the holiday season is stop playing the comparison game. So during the holidays, it is so easy to get caught up in the comparison game. Comparing your house decorations to your neighbors, comparing the gifts you bought to your kids to others, comparing your cooking skills, um, even comparing pictures on Instagram to your reality. The saying comparison is the thief of joy is said for a reason because it holds true. Comparing yourself and your holidays to others will never make you feel good. Therefore, when you catch yourself in the comparison game, pause and reflect on what this is doing to you and why you are doing it. Take a break from social media if you need to. Remind yourself of the things that make you happy and that you want to get out of your holiday season that have nothing to do with anyone else. Comparison never makes us feel better. So when you catch yourself, I really, really encourage you to pause and reflect on why you're doing it and how it makes you feel. So thank you for joining for today's episode of Psych Talk. I hope it was helpful and informative and that you will use some of these tips as we approach the 2020 holiday season. I mean, I know we're kind of in the middle of it right now and in the future. Um, And I wish you all the happiest of holidays for whatever you celebrate or even if you don't celebrate anything during this time. I know just the time can be overwhelming. So I wish you all happiness and health and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Psych Talk. I hope you found so much value. If you loved what you heard or gained some knowledge, I would love for you to take a screenshot, put it on your Instagram stories, and tag me at Jessica Lee PhD. Additionally, I would be honored if you leave a review and five-star rating so I can continue to help this podcast grow. If you are not already, follow me on Instagram and join my Facebook community, Grow Through What You Go Through. Thank you for joining me today, and I cannot wait for you to join me during the next episode. Remember, you are loved, you are worthy, and you are braver than you know.